Do you love horror and fantasy? If so, don't miss out on Gabriella Balcom's novella Down With The Sickness and Other Chilling Tales. It'll have you shivering right on the edge of your seat. Dive right into these macabre horror stories, but be careful not to close your eyes. Evil lurks unseen, supernatural beings keep watch, and monsters lie in wait. Some plot vengeance while others crave human flesh. Crystal longs to be a rock star, but what would she do to make her dream come true? Lie? Kill? Elaine goes to extremes to be like Sonora, but isn't the only one wanting to be someone else. Betty struggles to breathe after Rodney blows smoke in her face, then he does worse. But the Watchers have something special in mind for him. Wahasi stalks through the swamp in crocodile form, infuriated at her lack of food. But she has a plan, and the townspeople better watch out. A brat. Brad defies his parents and tries to hurt his sister, but he's not the only bully around. Abner is delighted to visit Aokigahara Forest, which is rumored to be haunted, but Sharon isn't. Shane dares Angeline to spend the night in the Devil's Hand, which is supposedly cursed. Trisha is prideful about her looks and bullies a younger girl, but she has a surprise visitor. Life post-COVID included nuclear bombs and death. Cole, Vera, and Marianne have little left to eat and need to forage, but rovers are out and about and must be avoided at all costs. Dean likes pushing people around, but when he damages his grandfather Charlie's Venus flytraps, Charlie isn't the only one who's upset. Gabriella Balcom's book includes all of the above and more, and the readers have been gushing about her creations. Wow! Just freaking wow! I was deeply disturbed, loved every minute. Bravo! A masterpiece in the horror genre. Heartbreaking and devastating. Holy shit, that was so creepy. I loved it. I want more, more, more. Dang it. I got chills reading this story. Exciting and horrific. Multifacetedly disturbing. Very well written. If you're ready to sink your teeth into Gabriella Balcom's novella Down With The Sickness and Other Chilling Tales, click on over to Amazon.com now. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Myth Bits. You made an excellent choice. G'day from SA. This is Tim here with episode 240 of the World of Myth Bits. Now, we've got a very special guest coming up for this episode, episode 240. I did promise you, Jim, and I'm bringing you, Jim. But before we get into this, before we introduce our very, very special guest, uh, I have a couple of um, things through housekeeping. Yes. Our uh, wonderful CEO, Mr. David K. Montoya, has uh, given me a few things to tick off for housekeeping for this week. So, top of the list. First and foremost, Zombie Works Publications are still looking for submissions for the Monster Within Anthology. Uh, so a great, uh, great theme there. They're looking for the top 20 submissions uh, of short stories. Check out uh, Zombie Works, the Zombie Works publication page for the details of the types of stories and uh, and what they're after, uh, and make sure that you jump on. the 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 quicker, the better. Send send in your uh, your uh, twisted tale of terror, um, looking at the deep dark recesses of what it means to be human. 
uh, and uh, and how uh, truly horrible we can be because uh, there are some humans out there that are just not nice. Number two, uh, Dark Myth Comics is excited to announce that American Smash episode number one, which uh, will be releasing for the public on January 9th, 2024. So that's not that far away. It will have a special 1 in 25 variant cover, penciled by David K. Montoya, and inked by Mario E. Martinez, uh, who... Uh, um, they were the original team, the art team, that did the one-shot. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so there's, uh, there's a, uh, a, a very rare chance, but a possibility that uh, if you do get American Smash number one, uh, the, the re-release of, uh, of that one, the, uh, the one shot that started it all, um, that you will get one of those, uh, those rare special editions. And don't forget too, uh, if you haven't yet, make sure that you go down to your local uh, comic book store and mention uh, the, um, the possibility of uh, them stocking Dark Myth Comics. Uh, I think it's great actually having those, uh, those physical comic books. The, the comic books um, from the time when uh, it was special to, uh, to collect those, uh, those types of things. Um, yeah, the, uh, it's just really cool that, uh, that Dave and the company have sort of gone out, branched out, uh, and are trying to um, get the old-fashioned good old days um, back and happening again. So, number three. The decision was made on who has won the uh, 2023 Open Contract Challenge, um, the fifth year of this amazing competition. Uh, the um, it is it is now uh, has now officially been decided, uh, and ugh, I am terrible at keeping secrets. And yet Dave has said, "Here, here is the information." Uh, of who got first, second, and third. And I'm like, why, Dave? Why, why have you trusted me with this information? But I have been, called, I have been specifically told to remain tight-lipped until September 24th. So it's like the... Oh, it's terrible and horrible and exciting all at the same time, all sort of bundled into this one crazy emotion. Uh, so... Oh, I'm I'm thrilled for um for the for the winners uh, and cannot wait until the end of this month, the 24th of September, uh, because of course that's when um, the World of Myth e-magazine launches as well. So the um, super super exciting news to be able to announce the um, the the first, second, and third pos uh, position winners for Open Contract Challenge. Uh, and also the um, the relaunch of uh, the World of Myth magazine. So very very exciting date. Uh, and of course, there's um, oh, what else is happening on the twenty fourth? Uh, I think was that it, or was there something to do with the comics? It's super super exciting stuff happening uh, all across the company, anyway. Uh, and of course, uh, number four for housekeeping, JZO Modcast Networks will begin airing new episodes of both Grindhouse Sleaze and Jazo Mon's Flashbacks, which is pretty cool. So, uh, so that's coming up. Make sure that you, uh, you follow uh, The World of Myth Bits, of course, uh, this wonderful podcast. Um, but as well, um, the, um, yeah, just the, uh, the wonderful, um, and then, David K. Montoya is in the beginning stages of creating a new financial credit company that will be offering credit for MythMark consumers. So that's pretty exciting as well. So uh, if you're keen to, uh, to invest in uh, the wonderful products, the amazing books, uh, comic books, t-shirts, uh, the, the wonderful stuff that you can find on MythMark.com, 
then uh, this is great news for uh, for everybody. And of course, for uh, for those in America in the um, United States, there's uh, there's great deals on shipping. But wonderful news, of course, for uh, for us in Australia and Canada as well that uh, that Dave's managed to get such a great deal on um, on products being sent uh, sent to our shores as well. So uh, a very global company, international, uh, and. Finally, uh, after 26 years, the Jazomon Dark Myth Company will be leaving its Apple Valley address and will be moving to Burbank, California, just down the street from DC Comics and Warner Brothers Studios. This is like a huge deal. I mean, not only can you imagine uh, Dave and Steph and the kids packing up and, uh, and moving address. But uh, like the the neighbors, the uh, DC Comics, Warner Brothers, the this this is massive. This is huge. So uh, very 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 exciting news. Uh, and of course, as always, encouraging you all to um, to jump on uh, www.mythmart.com. It's the place to go to get your. Uh, a whole variety of uh, of different works by different authors, uh, poetry, uh, short stories, uh, novels, novellas, kids' books. Uh, you you name it, it's there. Uh, there's um, some of the very talented uh, Zoe Montoya's uh, artwork on T-shirts. Uh, there's uh, there's great advice from Looper's bits. Uh, that you can uh, you can share with the world wearing it uh, across your front um, don't don't was it don't lick stuff uh, be a good friend there's like just some like basic common sense advice there for um, for you to to see every every day uh, to share with the world um, and uh, yeah, coming up to uh, to Halloween in uh, in a, a month or so. Uh, yeah, there's uh, there's some great horror themed shirts there as well. Uh, yeah, lots like there's there's a a, a wealth of uh, of great products. So make sure that you jump on. Make sure that you check that out. Um, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it for housekeeping. Uh, Really, really looking forward to being able to make that announcement about the open contract challenge. But uh, Dave has sworn me to secrecy. Sworn, sworn uh, a few of us to secrecy, I think. Uh, it is the best kept secret that is, uh, is happening at the moment. And now, uh, episode 240, I did eventually promise that I would have the great Jim Bates. Uh, amazing author, uh, poet, uh, gardener, um, musician. Uh, is there anything this man cannot do? Uh, I just wanted to welcome you to the world of myth. Welcome, Jim. Well, I am very happy to be here, Sam. Thank you so much for uh, inviting me. And the one thing, one thing I don't do very well at all is I don't cook very well. So Aha. unless you like oatmeal or frozen pizza, we've discovered the Achilles heel. <laughs> <laughs> huge, huge, my friend. <laughs> so I just wanted to to welcome you. Thanks for joining us uh, today, Jim. Uh, and from a previous. Uh, episode of the podcast, I reckon two two thirty eight. It might have been. Um, I was talking about different genres, uh, talking about wonderful uh, authors that I'm familiar with through World of Myth uh, and also uh, other um, online publishing platforms and and such uh, things. Like I was talking uh, talking to you earlier this morning um, before we started recording, talking about uh, people like Lynn Phillips, Dawn de Barral. Uh, the the sort of the the feeling that you get from reading their works that their uh, their favourite genres w- would have to be uh, I reckon in Dawn's Dawn's case would have to be horror or terror surely 
in uh, the case of uh, of Lynn Phillips, um, I would be thinking uh, children's stories like the Anne of Green Gables type, uh, or even just like the, the the stories that are written purely for joy. But you, you, my friend, when I read the stuff that you write, um, it's all over the place. Like you, you seem to to have the knack for just telling uh, an amazing story, uh, and I cannot pin I cannot pinpoint uh, one particular genre that seems to be the one that I would say would be your favorite or the one that you seem to be best at. You just seem to have that natural ability for telling amazing stories. Well, you know, Tim, thank you so much for that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, actually. Um, you know, and I go back um, when I was in, actually, a long time ago in fourth grade, I actually started writing. I wanted to be a writer. And I remember sitting at the typewriter in my parents' uh, den and on the old Smith Corona black tra- typewriter, and I started started my story and it was about a kid who at that time was me and I just picked up the trombone and so this, this was a story about a kid with the trombone believe me it didn't go very far and I was just frustrated and I sat back and my dad said to me he said you know maybe when you get older and uh, have experienced a little bit more of life you'll have something to write about and I and I, and I went oh god thanks a lot <laughs> but it was true and so, you know, I, when I start, when I dedicated myself in 2011 to, to start writing, I just kind of, in my, just my mind go, actually, I started writing a poem a day for, God, like five years, just a ton of poetry. Then I met uh, Kathy Sharp, who encouraged me to, uh, to branch out and start writing short stories, which I did. So the idea then is what, you know, what are you going to write about? Where do your ideas come from? Well, I do a lot of walking, actually, and that's where my ideas come from. They will just pop into my mind. So a lot of my first stories were just, you know, things that I've been thinking about, things that I have experienced, you know, in those years from fourth grade till 2011, which were a lot of years. Um, but then, and I wanted to talk about this, because why... why world of myth has been so important to me is because I was writing what I would call literature, you know, just that, you know, just, uh, you know, somebody has an issue and a problem in a relationship or something and they, they solve and, and resolve that problem. But there was no uh, horror, there was no science fiction, there was no fantasy, there was no nothing like that. But in initially when I started submitting and was online and joining writers groups, I noticed that some people were uh, successfully submitting to World of Myth, and I thought, well, what the heck? So I checked, you guys, I checked World of Myth out, and I thought, oh, man, I don't know if I, I don't have any stories that really fit this, you know, particular genre yet. So that important thing was yet. And then I went, you know, these people seem like good people. I know writer friends that are submitting in the, the fantasy, the horror, the thrilling, the thriller, if you will, um, kind of genre, drabbles, yes. etc. Yep. So I started writing, I started writing specifically for World of Myth. I started writing out of my comfort zone, which was the important thing. I started writing uh, maybe a little sci-fi, a little, a little, if I would call it horror, you know, weird stuff happening, uh, ghosts, if you will, um, horribly acting people, <laughs> you know, stuff that I would, I never, I just, decided, I just didn't write about. Now that was a number of years ago, and uh, when so, you mentioned so, so around about what time, Jim? Would have that been maybe? Well, that would have been at least uh, at least three or four years ago, because around, it was around the time that it was the second year of the open contract challenge. Oh yes, and uh, and I went and I saw that, and I went, you know, I kind of, I, I also like, I'm kind of competitive, so I like a challenge. Yes. And well, so this would have been, I don't know, let's see, it would have been in the late, you know, 2019 or whatever, whatever the second year was. And I went, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this, actually. So I actually wrote, um, I started writing for, specifically for the, the challenge in the, whatever winter that was, and submitted in the um, 
spring of 2021, and uh, I ended up getting you know second place for that. Yeah, but, that was which was fantastic. And that is that is the alien of Orchard Lake, which is the one I'm reading right now for my little Jim story time. Yes, and I'm, is, I'm really enjoying that, Jim. The story <laughs> time's so a lot of fun. And that and that turned out that turned out to be um, I would call it like my first novel, if you will. A couple of things. Number one, it again had me out of my comfort zone, and number two, it was pushing me to do something I didn't normally ordinarily try do. But as a writer, I always wanted to do the best job I could. I honestly, if, if people like my work or don't, that's not as important as me reading it and going, you know, I did the best I could with this. Yeah. yeah. So that, uh, that, I'm not kidding you. So that, so now every year <laughs> I write something specifically for the challenge. And uh, um, I, in fact, right now for next year, I have a rough draft for that. And it is a novel, actually. It's called uh, Second Chance. And it is more on the fantasy realm. It's okay. about a guy who's a time-traveling healer and uh, blah, blah, blah. But, like, my point is is with World of Myth, you guys have... It, it, it's an opportunity for me to step out of my comfort zone, and I like that a lot, actually. Well, your, your uh, talent shines through, Jim. If you're stepping out of your comfort zone with the um, the submissions that you're sending to uh, to World of Myth, they're top quality. Uh, it's, I mean, it's it's evident in the fact that you're you're placing quite well in the um, in the open contract challenge, uh, and, and a number of times. Um, the uh, and the like all the all the stories that are coming through. Uh, whether they're drabbles, whether they're uh, they're longer short stories, like around the the two thousand three thousand word mark, um, even the like the poetry that you uh, you're submitting your your haikus from uh, from your past that you're sort of uh, digging up and then uh, then sharing online on uh, on other sites as well, um, all like amazing quality. You know, I've collected a lot. Actually, I have a whole collection of uh, of stories that I've submitted to this specifically World of Myth, which I will call again my my gruesome, dark. I would call them just call them dark stories. You know, yep. uh, a lot of times no redeeming value of the of the main characters. Yeah, at all. yeah. But I, got, I have a whole I have a whole book that I'm just looking for a, a publisher for, and I call it Against the Grain because it's against the grain. It's not what you would call your Jim Bates stories that have, you know, a a, de- a, a, um, a positive revolu- resolution at the end. These these often don't have, don't have a, a positive re- resolution at all. Yeah. And while we're thinking about it, while you were doing your housekeeping, I did I wrote down a few things. Number one was the uh, uh, was Zombie Works and the uh, open the open uh, call now for submissions to the uh, the. Um, the mind, the, the mind, is it the mind within or the, what is it called? Uh, the, the monster or, within. The monster within. Yeah, yes. I can't even read my own handwriting. Yeah. Well, you know, I submitted to that. You know, when David, when I saw that submission go out and, you know, I read what, it, what he was looking for, I went, well, I was right in the middle of writing this young adult uh, um, fantasy series and I went, oh, God, man, I can't do this. And then, you know what? So I go for a walk. A day later, uh, an idea came to me. So I've actually submitted for, for David's call out for the um, the monster within, I hope he likes it. So, As so again, do I, Jim. With, with, with David's stuff, I just go. I'm letting myself go. Um, I'm just. I'm. I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm not. I'm not thinking about. I'm not censuring myself. I'm just. And I told a friend of mine what I was writing about, and she said, "Oh God, that just sounds disgusting." And yeah. I went, "Well, good." <laughs> that's 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 gonna hit the mark then. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's excellent, Jim. Uh, I, I've sent one in as well with my fingers crossed. Hope, hopefully, um, hopefully uh, the uh, the opportunity is that we we both get selected, uh, and I know a few other um, names that will be familiar to you uh, have sent stories in as well. But it's like twenty. There's there's twenty of us that uh, that uh, that will make the cut. It's a uh, a very uh, small select group. I'm looking forward to it. It's, it for me again, the, the challenge was to write the story, and I just I loved it. I loved it when I got done. I went, well, geez, I hope I hope David likes it because I sure do. One other thing about 
you know, zombie works. The, the covers are always so cool. Oh, Whatever absolutely. Whatever he comes up with, I just love them. So that's another reason why I'd like to be in the anthology. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I've I've seen as well number of uh, of posts that you've put up quite regularly showing the um, the books that you're adding to your library. Yeah. How many? How many? Uh, I know um, Dark Myth uh, is obviously not the the only uh, publishing company that you've been published with. But how many titles now do you have in your personal library? Well, I keep my I keep my books right here, and I'm staring at them right now with the, the spines of them. And I have actually 17 right now. Yeah, that, like 16, 16. That's but, amazing, Jim. And I submit. I just sent in a, a collection of poems um, with the, the title. My last collection of poems was entitled "The Alchemy of Then," and this collection is entitled "The Metaphysics of Now," and that this will be published. You know, within the next couple of weeks, a uh, couple of months, actually, and yeah, these are um, these about 180 poems, each of them six six lines each. Yep. Um, a lot of them are rhymed, so I'm very excited about that. So yeah, I, you know, I just been a very, I've been Tim. I've just been hugely fortunate to find publishers that like my work because you know what, there's a ton of them out there that don't, and it's just a question of of finding of getting that, those connections. Similarly to what I have, like with um, with Dark Myth Publications and, and World of Myth, you know, yeah, I could I could never have found you guys, and uh, and I would have been uh, less less um, less happy, let's put it that way, by not finding you guys. So it's again, it's one of those things. It's uh, it's just it worked out for me, and I'm hoping it's worked out for you know World of Myth folks because it's just. It's uh, it doesn't happen all it doesn't happen hardly at all and the fact that it did and there's a relationship there is just great I just you know, love you guys and David and Steph and uh, you know it's just uh, and Walt it's just great you know it's just a great group of people absolutely absolutely uh, I'm I'm finding uh, and I'm sure that you're finding as well Jim that this this is a uh, a unique time a unique uh, dec- decade I suppose. Um, where there's more opportunity for us to, to publish uh, as independent writers, but there, it's also harder to, uh, to find all of those opportunities and the right opportunity that fits the right story. The number of times that you send something out and you get told, great story, but it doesn't fit the brief or it's not exactly what yeah. a publisher's looking for or, or that sort of yeah. thing. And it's not until you yeah. get that first story or second story published with them that you can sort of generate that relationship. Yeah, that's true. And you you did self-publishing, uh, haven't you, Tim? Oh, that that was the worst idea that I ever had, Jim. But was that just the, was that just the one book, or did you do more? No, it was just the one. Uh, I uh, I worked out that uh, that self-publishing and I uh, don't really see eye to eye. Um, <laughs> I uh, I got sick and tired of having my manuscript rejected, and uh, and somebody on our Facebook, like a writers group that uh, that I belong to on Facebook, said, "Well, why don't you just self-publish? Um, Amazon's got the um the KDP, I think, Kindle Direct Publishing, that's free to use. Um, they've got uh, great resources there, but not really knowing what I was doing." Um, I uh, I have to admit that even though it's out there, even though it's uh, it's on library shelves and in people's homes and uh, and that sort of thing, it's the the story I like and the story I stand by, but the actual product itself could have been done a, a lot better if I knew what I was doing. And and there are people out there that do. There there are people out there that are successfully self-publishing, uploading a, a beautiful product through these types of sites uh, and are, are, are very happy with uh, with the result. Yeah, right. Well, I just, um, you know, people have mentioned it to me, but I just, I like working with uh, a publisher, to yes. be honest with you. I mean, I just, I like that connection. I mean, I spend, you know, as a writer, you spend a, <laughs> spend a lot of time by yourself and it's just, I like, I like the, the feedback from a publisher. I like, 
I like that interaction. And that was another thing about David and um, and Steph and working with them and Walt back then on on the uh, on um, on um, the Alien of Orchard Lake and in my first book that they did too, the something something uh, better, which yes. I actually had published there at um, at World of Myth. Anyway, working with them, I just oh my God, these people are just so nice and just you know just great. So it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. And you know what? Can I say one other thing? Yes. Yeah, actually, I'm on the I'm on deck for a, a book to be published by um, um, Dark Myth Publications next next year. Actually, that's it's exciting. The uh, I have the Beholder. It's a novel, and uh, it's one of those that I wrote again with World of Myth in mind and uh, Dark Myth Publishing. And fortunately, you know, I sent it to Steph, and she uh, you know liked it, and so we're on the docket for being published next year. And that's a, it's a novel and. I'm just psyched because I really like I really like that story too. So that's very exciting. No, very cool, dude. That that's yeah, awesome exactly. news. Me? That that's awesome news. So uh, no, that you. uh, that's uh, you you've heard it first on uh, the uh, episode 240 of the World of Myth Bits. Jim Bates next year. Watch out for that on MythMart.com. That's uh, that's very exciting news. Oh, absolutely, and, and and that's the the thing, being a writer and getting that acceptance and knowing that down the track, not not that far away, you will have a a physical book. One of your your stories, something that's come out of your mind, uh, is now going to be printed on a page. Um, the the beautiful books that they produce as well. Uh, it it is like. Something to be really excited about. You know, you had uh, mentioned uh, earlier in your um, going through your housekeeping, uh, Zoe, uh, David's daughter, and you know she and David designed the cover for uh, the Alien of Orchard Lake. I just love yes. it. I mean, just absolutely. If, if you well, it, that's the cover I put up when I do my gym story time, and I just go, God, it's just so so good. So I'm I'm hoping to have them do the uh, cover for the third one as well. So Zoe's a very talented artist. I'm sure that she will yeah. come up with something brilliant and amazing. I love it. Yeah, I love it. So I hope you're listening, Dave. I hope you're listening, Zoe. Uh, get get the thinking caps on. Um, Jim, Jim's the coming. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, guys. So I was just going to ask Jim, you're, you're saying that a lot of your inspiration for stories comes on, on walks. So... Just mm-hmm. wondering, do you, I know that you've got a beautiful place down in uh, in Minnesota, in uh, is it Central America? <laughs> where 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 does a Jim Bates walk take you? Well, you know, um, I um, am fortunate enough. We live, you know, uh, about twenty miles west of Minneapolis. There is a lake. I can see it from my window right here. Uh, the lake that my, the town I live in is 2,000 people, and the lake is called Long Lake from the name of the town that I live in. I can walk right outside my, my door and just go and walk, um, take a nice long walk through the neighborhood. It's a, a 2,000 you know population, so it's a small town. It's very fun to walk through. And the other inspiration comes from riding my bike. I take my bike down to a, um, it's an old railroad um, grade, if, uh, if you know, if you guys probably have them in Australia where they've taken the train tracks out, but they've beefed up the, 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 the grade that the tracks were on, and yeah. they've made it into a hiking, biking trail. Oh, and excellent. there's a trail that's near, near my house that I go and ride on that, and as long as it's not winter time. So I walk around the neighborhood, um, and have a nice long walk, it's nice and peaceful. It's nothing, you know, I'm not out in the woods only when I'm riding my bike and I'm out in the woods there, but just like, you know, you just let my mind go. Um, you know, I've got, uh, I've, uh, I'm fortunate that, um, you know, I'm old, old enough that my kids are grown. I have grandkids, so I have time to do some of the things that I want to do, like garden and those kinds of things and do my writing. So You're, you're retired, you know, Jim. I am retired. That is exactly correct. That they, would be they, the term. They do say retire, and you become busier than ever, though. <laughs> it, my brother says, you know, Jim, 
uh, your writing is a job. And I go, it is a job. I look at it that way. I write every day. I have ideas all the time. And I, you know, I, I, I just make sure that in the morning I get my writing done. And then if I can, I can get on with my day and do whatever needs to be done, which is usually a lot, but I get that writing done. And then like today I had some time in the afternoon I could go back and get to it again. So, um, but yeah, it, it's, uh, it, that, that's a discipline that working, I used to work uh, for a corporation as a training instructor and course developer for 20 years. So it was that, that discipline of uh, getting up, going to work, you know, every day. I still have it, you know, I still, I get up, work out, uh, do my, do my writing and, uh, and then get on with my day. So yeah, it, yeah. It, it it's, works it's, well. it's good to keep that routine in place. I think so. And I, I think, think so. you're a very lucky man, Jim, in that you've been able to to uh, to work a, a job that you've enjoyed, and you've got a lot of uh, a lot of pleasure, and people have gained a lot of benefit from from the work that you've done through that work that through that career. But now you've you've sort of turned your attention to uh, to a different form of work, uh, and again, it's uh, it's another uh, a job, I suppose, a business. Um, which you can inject passion into, uh, and um, yeah, I, I love that that feeling of uh, of enjoyment and, and love that you get from producing well, stories. I can tell that you have it too in your writing. You can see it, and like I said, my brother and I were just talking about you know your poetry and your stories and stuff, and we can see that, and you know, and that that's uh, that's that's what I hope to be able to do with mine. Is like. To, to you know, put out work that um, that people can you know like, relate to, um, enjoy. That's uh, that's all uh, all part of it for sure. Like well, I'm sure it is for you too. Absolutely, Jim. Uh, and uh, I can I can guarantee that you are doing that already in spades. Mm-hmm. Oh, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. And I I, I appreciate the the feedback as well uh, from yourself. And of course, um, talking earlier on. Uh, I, I will uh, slip your brother Tom's name in. Uh, the, the feedback that you sort of gave me about my poetry as well. Uh, really appreciate it. Just the the opportunity, uh, not only at the local level but at the global level as well, to sort of get that that feedback. Um, yeah, it sort of gives you that that warm feeling that you're you're doing something right, you're doing something well, uh, and it's you no know, like. I, what I get real pleasure from is being the first reader, like the, when the story flows or when the poem flows uh, and you, you have the opportunity to actually be that first one to experience it. And you read back over it and you go, you know what, this, yeah, this, I've, I've enjoyed writing it, but I've, I've enjoyed reading it as well. Hopefully others will do the same. And then to actually hear that, um, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's just a, it's a real, real joy and a real pleasure being a writer well you know and it's it's a chancy it's chancy um in the sense that you know you're for me it's a self-expression i just feel driven to do it and uh i just want to do the best i can but when people like you know but you put it out there and uh there's uh there's a place i submitted to um 24 times and got accepted once wow and uh and it was i didn't feel i didn't feel bad about it but I didn't feel good about it either. Yes. I just went shit. Yeah. You know, and uh, sorry about that, but I just went, mm. and then um, after a while I go, you know, um, this person's taking the time to read my work, and obviously if they're only accepting 4% of what I send, the one out of like 24 or 25, yeah. uh, I'm just not a good fit for this person. So I just like quit sending stuff in, because I'm just wasting their time. You know what I mean? And I just soon, you know, delve into, you know, other other places to submit to. Again, like we've talked about looking for people who do like your work and are willing to at least take a chance on it and stuff. But, um, yeah, you know, it's just when you when you do the writing and you do the work and you read it, you go, God, this is just really good. And then you send it out. When you find the people that like it, oh, my gosh, it's just golden. You yeah. know, it's just wonderful, actually. It's that special moment, isn't it? It very much is, very much. But you what, just go, wow. What I love about today, like what I love about the now, Jim, is you've written 25 stories, you've got a story accepted with with this company, 
but you've got 24 other stories you can send elsewhere. There's there's no re- restriction, uh, and I've I found that even like there was uh, a bizarre calling for piratical stories where the crew were dogs. I've I've written a story for that call and I've sent it off and I've been super proud and uh, it's this this amazing incredible tale um, and no the the feedback was um, no the we 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 thought that your story was good but it didn't quite fit what we were looking for or it's not going to be included in the anthology or and it yeah. it sort of it brings you down especially in that 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 scenario where. It's such a unique tale. There's going to be nowhere else that's sort of looking for something like that. But you keep looking, you keep digging, you don't give up. And I finally found a place where um, the they they went. This is weird and bizarre, and we love it, and we want to publish it. And it's like there's all of a sudden like all the the banging their head against the brick wall the no 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 yeah. then suddenly there's that that one yes and that's all that you need to sort of bring yeah. that joy um bring that smile uh and then yeah, yeah the the exciting post of oh, two friends and family hey guess what i've got another yeah. story accepted that's so cool and then you know if you ever find yourself maybe you already have but another story uh, that you you come up with, that might be the place to send it to. Yeah. You know these guys. Yeah. You know that it's just again finding the right place. That that's so cool that when you can do that. Absolutely, absolutely. It's uh and it it sort of opens new doors as well to opportunity. Well, I agree with that because uh, then you get a feeling for um, what it is that they do like, and uh, then you can. Um, just go ahead and and if you haven't written anything specifically for that, maybe you've got something that you could send to them, and uh, you know, and that makes it really, really kind of fun too, actually. Yeah, so, most, most yeah, definitely, uh, most definitely. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I I don't know about you, Jim, um, but I find sometimes uh, I um, like, especially with uh, with Dark Myth Publishing, it's great that uh, Steph. Uh, as the um, the chief editor uh, has been willing to sort of open up the uh, to widen the the genres that they're willing to publish and to share on um, the world of myth. Um, I I uh, I don't know about you, but the, there's a lot of dark stories that I'm writing for because you you get that that feeling that uh, that that general feeling that that's sort of what they like and what they're they're wanting and then every now and again you get to a point where you go I have to write something happy <laughs> there's enough and at least in America let me tell you there's enough um, sadness and angst and malaise that uh, I just you know I just you know and a lot of people write really well about that yes I mean just incredibly well I mean, I just, I read some stuff and I go, I'm just blown away. So if I attempt to do it, it comes off to my mind when I'm reading it, if I'm intending to write something like that, it comes off to me as sophomoric and just, you know, not professional at all. It's just like stupid. And uh, so I just, you know, won't write it, you know, and I'll just, but sometimes if the call out is right, like with David's with the, uh, the, the recent one, the, the well, murder mon- within, mon- or yeah, mon- the, monster, yeah, the monster, monster within, within. The yeah, within. yeah, and then you just go, oh yeah, I can do, I can do this. I've got a really good idea about this. Yeah. Whereas another uh, person that I, I read a story just outstanding, but it was uh, about a um, you know a, a shooting, uh, a school shooting in an elementary school handled well, but my God, I mean it's an epidemic here in the United States, and yeah. I just there's just no way. No way I could even come close to writing it as well as this person did. So again, I just you know step back. We'll let somebody else that knows what they're doing take over here. Yeah, yeah. And I'll stay with uh, I'll stay with something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, there. There are some very challenging topics to write about, uh, and that's certainly certainly one of them. Um, I, I have to tell you on a uh, on another po- podcast where. 
uh, this wonderful lady named Linda uh, once a week actually narrates ghost stories and, uh, and supernatural stories. And I actually, uh, speaking of school shootings, I actually sent in to her a while back uh, a story that I wrote for, uh, for another site. Um, uh, sadly, the story ended up getting rejected. It wasn't what they were looking for. But thankfully, um, Linda, with her podcast, uh, her narration podcast, she's actually planning to narrate that story uh, at the end of this month or like the, uh, late, late in, uh, in September. So uh, I'm thrilled wow. that one there. Oh, yeah. is that the one that you just posted uh, online on yes. Facebook? Yes, correct. Yes. Oh, yeah. Again, well, congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you, you Jim. You know, um, can I just mention something? I'm just, one of the things that I'm working on is I've written a young, young adult fantasy series. Um, uh, it's, I'm working on, the, it's a, um, called Earth Aliens, and it's about two young um young people, if you will, who are, um, end up, end up in, on earth and befriending, you know, um, Hattie, uh, and anyway, it's a, it's a, it's a long thing, but yep. the point of it is it's, it's nine, it's nine, nine books, nine novellas, each about 35,000 words. Oh, wow. And I started it about a year and a half ago and I just love the characters. Um, I loved how it's evolved from the very first one where he's, the two aliens meet the uh, young woman, the young girl Hattie, and her dad, and all this, and it just started to evolve. And I wrote it; I started it as a challenge because I wrote a short story about that, and it was rejected. Yeah. And I got mad, and I went, "You know, this is a good story, and I can do something with this." Yeah. Is. So I just I wrote the story. I wrote this the first book, and uh, and it just started to evolve and it's gone through now I'm on the ninth book and I went you know I think I'm going to end this um, but it, it covers about a year and a half of the life of these uh, three kids going to school and all this and the other thing and I just love it yep. again it's called Earth Aliens but I'm working on the final book book nine book seven is actually uh, about there's a school shooting that I you know so going to what the challenge is we were talking about I decided to challenge myself to write uh, a school shooting. Yeah. And that's what, that's what the whole book seven is about. There's a school shooter is there. The kids are in the school. It's written from their perspective as well as the shooter's perspective. And I know what, I think it came out pretty good. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. I have a publisher for the whole series. So, um, you know, that'll be coming later as soon as my, my series comes up into the queue. But, you know, the idea is what I'm trying to say here is that the idea is, again, don't always shy away from the challenge you know try it and again get it out there and see you know see if you can find the right place for it which you eventually did for years so yes. i'm looking forward to hearing it tim i'm looking forward to hearing because you're a tremendous writer you well, know thank it's you, just uh, it's fun to it's fun to hear and you are you know you write in different genres too so it'll be fun to see uh to, to hear this actually. And, uh, I, like like you, Jim, to... I love to challenge myself, especially with my writing. Yeah, yep, exactly. It's uh, it just it's it's fun actually. I think. Yeah. Oh, definitely, uh, definitely. If it uh, if it wasn't fun, Jim, we wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we could literally talk all all day, I'm sure, my friend. But I think. Uh, it might be time to uh, to wrap it up. I think we've picked your brain uh, more than enough uh, on this occasion, but uh, would would love to down the track maybe uh, catch up with you again uh, and sort of have a, another chat about the different things that are happening in Jim Bates' life uh, and my own, of course, uh, different things that are going on uh, and where we're getting our inspirations from. Uh, congratulations on the uh, the upcoming publications, uh, and yeah, very very excited to um, to hear more about them uh, when they go live. Well, like I said, Tim, it's, it's always fun to nice to talk to you, a fellow writer. Um, um, like I said, being being retired, and I do live with just one other person who um, is is frankly not a fan of my writing. Um, supportive yeah not a fan she likes more of the darker kinds of things and uh which is fine 
so it's fun to talk to somebody who's uh, you know who's read my work and appreciates my work and that another thing that would be fun to talk about sometime is books that we read you know for pleasure and yeah. why do we read them yeah. you know it's always I'm always interested in on authors and what they're reading and why they're reading them and stuff so that would be that would be something we could think about for another another time another absolutely visit. no that's uh, that's a, a great theme Jim uh, and um, looking forward to it uh, ironically I, I thought I might finish off uh, just responding um, my beautiful wife uh, isn't uh, the uh, the biggest fan of short stories she uh, she refuses to read them so that's uh, that's always uh, always fun when I say oh babe I've uh, I've got another story published uh, and she goes how long is it oh it's about 3,000 words no <laughs> uh, I, I'm happy for you but I won't read it <laughs> I, I never read short stories I used to hate, I hate I hated short stories growing up forever and then um, I just you know I just once I started writing them I started thinking you know quit being such an idiot and you know try and read and start reading short stories yeah and uh, so now I just uh, I, I just I do I do enjoy in fact I've got uh, I've got a book right up here that uh, is written by a guy named just Harper and it's called uh, we live in water and his, his stories are just they're exquisite and um, and it's just uh, it's just uh, it's just a whole nother I guess the point of it is is if you like reading it's fun to read different things. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, that's why I read poetry, I read short stories, um, longer stories, etc. So, you know, it's just all part of the process. But it all gets back to liking to read. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No, that's that's great, Jim. I, I look forward to catching up with you again, my friend, uh, and, uh, and talking about what we like reading, not necessarily what we like writing. Uh, yes, exactly. Been an absolute pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on, Tim. And uh, best of luck to you and to World of Myth. And uh, and let's keep it going uh, on and on and on for a long, long time. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely. I will certainly be sending in uh, in many, many stories uh, here, there, and everywhere. But of course, to uh, to the wonderful team at uh, at World of Myth, uh, and looking forward to reading, reviewing the uh, the upcoming September e-magazine uh, and uh, I am sure that I will see uh, a couple of your pieces in there my friend you will I've submitted they've been accepted excellent no that's wonderful wonderful news to hear all right well I will then see you uh, later we'll stay in touch okay indeed we will thanks Jim thank you bye-bye bye-bye so that was the wonderful uh, and very talented Jim Bates that uh, took the time out to, uh, to join me on uh, episode 240 of The World of Myth Bits. Just wanted to thank Dave and, uh, of course, Steph, Steph for allowing me to, uh, to take care of your baby, that is, this, uh, this wonderful podcast, this wonderful platform, uh, and the opportunity to, uh, to share, share my own stories, but share the stories of others as well. Uh, I hope that you are all madly creating, uh, coming up with your uh, submissions for uh, the 2024 Open Contract Challenge. Uh, wonderful to hear that uh, that Jim's already uh, neck deep in uh, in his own submission, which sounds like a uh, a very exciting one. So fingers crossed, uh, fingers crossed for us all. Happy reading, happy writing, and ciao for now. <laughs>